Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise, from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com, where you can meet all of your Southern needs. While you're waiting, drop by our Confederate corner for a free cup of coffee and good conversation. Remember, there are no strangers here, just friends who haven't met yet. Dixie Republic, we're not just a roadside attraction, we're a destination for our people. For more information, visit DixieRepublic.com. In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid, still highly toxic but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison, and there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the Secretary of the Treasury, who was responsible for the public health service at the time. And by 1950, the U.S. government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com. You've made a serious investment in protecting yourself and your family. You've purchased the gun, the ammunition, the training, and even secured a license to carry in your state. You know the Constitution and don't believe you should have to pay for a right that you already have, as written in the Second Amendment, but you are law-abiding. Now you are considering the legal defense options you should have if you ever have to use a firearm. Self-Defense Fund is a comprehensive litigation membership backing you on appeals, legal expenses, court costs, and more, up to $1 million per incident and unlimited attorney costs per member. Discover SelfDefenseFund.com for yourself. Any weapon, any state, any time. Herbs have been used by people since the dawn of time. When Rockefeller introduced allopathic medicine, many herbal remedies fell by the wayside as people put their faith in prescription pills and the world just gets sicker. Here at Heathen Herbs, we look to the past and to nature for answers. We offer tinctures, magnesium skin cream, lip balm, tooth powder, colloidal silver throat spray, and more. Check us out at HeathenHerbs.com. Reality Check. Katie Armor raised the standard. Finally, AR500 steel core body armor that comfortably conforms to the chest and torso. Unique design distributes weight, feeling lighter, increases mobility, and lessens fatigue. Introducing the Combat Quad Bend CQB, a revolutionary plate-forming process that caters to the end user. The CQB is an industry game changer, a must-have for the ladies. Available now only at katiearmor.com, C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Come and take it. 
Hack. Rampant hacking, identity theft, mass surveillance. Defending yourself today is not an option. It's a requirement. Introducing the Conceal Shield Travel Pack from DefenderShield.com. Conceal Shield is cutting-edge wireless blocking technology that eliminates all signals, including EMF, GPS, and RFID. Place cell phones, credit cards, IDs, and other trackable items into the Conceal Shield, and they become totally invisible. Get Conceal Shield now at DefenderShield.com. Use promo code CONCEAL for 10% off. Guard your privacy, secure your data, and protect your health with Conceal Shield. Are you prepared to bug out? Infidel Body Armor and an Army Ranger have produced a high-speed DVD and book to show you how to drive in combat, patrol, and how to survive in combat. Skills you'll need when it hits the fan. Go to DrivenDVD.com. DrivenDVD.com. You're listening to Resolution Radio. 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 ResolutionRDO.com. Welcome to the Fire Trainers Podcast, part of the ConcealCarry.com network. This is Season 5, Episode 19, published on July 11th, 2023. This episode, we'll be talking to Patrick Collins from The Gun Food, talking about the 2023 Train to Learn event, something you don't want to miss. I'm your host, Rob Beckman. Sit back and relax for this week's episode of the Fireman Trainers Podcast. This episode is also brought to you by our friends at the FTA, the Fireman Trainers Association. Visit their website at ftaprotect.com. Learn more about their instructor coverage they offer and their competitive pricing. If you're a certified instructor, you can apply for FGA coverage. And remember, listening to this podcast can get you 10% off on your policy by entering the special promo code of FTP10 at checkout. Remember, FTP10 at checkout. This episode is brought to you by Palm Pepper Spray. Palm has been an innovator in pepper spray technologies for several generations and continues to deliver the best formula in the best delivery system. Palm sells inert, water-filled units for instructors to utilize in training scenarios to help students understand the delivery system and train for those defensive scenarios. Palm is available in belt clip, keychain, and snap quick-release systems. Palm is the smallest half-ounce personal carry unit available on the market. Palm's flip-top dispensing system raises the standard for performance and safety with the strongest legal formula in 10 seconds of continuous spray, or 20 half-second burst. Learn more and buy your unit at palmpepperspray.com. We bring you this podcast to support the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every fire instructor in America dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. Today, we're joined by Patrick Collins, CEO of The Gun Food. Welcome to the podcast, Patrick, and thank you for taking time for our listeners tonight. Hey, Rob Pinnell. Thank you for having me. Right. Well, in case they don't know who Patrick Collins is from the gun food, can you give our listeners a little bit of your background on what you do in the 2A community? All right. Well, um, yeah, I started, I started uh, in the 2A community about 15 years ago, 10, 15 years ago. Actually, let's just say here about 13 years ago, to be honest with you, about 2010. Things were kind of going a little haywire, as we all know. And, um, you know, someone had said, hey, why don't you go shooting with us sometimes? So I said, all right, I'll go shooting. Uh, that turned into competition shooting, and that was a lot of fun. I um, he, he convinced me to start actually competing. And when I got there, I was partnered up with quite a few of the high-end, high-tier grandmasters. Uh, <laughs> and, and I was just like, wait a second, why am I, why am I shooting after this guy? Like, <laughs> this is going to be horrible. Um, but needless to say, I did competition shooting for about five years. Um, and then, uh, they said, you have an interesting way of talking to people. How about potentially becoming an instructor? So in 2015, I got my instructor credentials, um, and, uh, taught all around the country at that time. 
And that was a lot of fun. I was like, okay, what's next? Then I was tapped on the shoulder. Hey, why don't you go and speak on uh, on the state capitol and, and speak for pro-gun uh, pro gun rights? And I was like, wow, okay. Well, <laughs> let me just talk about my experience with firearms, something simple. Uh, and then I talked about, you know, how firearms do enable folks to have the ultimate equalizer, um, especially folks that are not as capable of physically protecting themselves as uh, everybody likes or seems to think they are. Um, and uh, from there, I exited the political realm, per se. I'm still kind of involved, dibble dabble here and there. And uh, now I um, I started a company. Basically, when the ammo crunch started to hit in 2019, 2020, somewhere around there, um, I had uh, instructors that were contacting me um, for my previous life as an instructor. And they they were like, hey, I can't find any ammo anywhere. I know you're a competition shooter. Do you have any leads on ammo? And I said, well, actually, yes, I do. Here, Here's a case of ammo for you. Um, so you, you do that 10, 15 times a week. And at the rate that, uh, ammo was going for at the time, that was big time money. Um, you know, looking at $300 a case, uh, times 20, that's, that's, that's a lot of money. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, when the bank tellers started to get to know my name, that's when I said, you know what, let me make this business legit. And, and set up some services around it as well and turn it into a logistics service. Um, and uh, we've been rolling ever since. Uh, I opened up my consumer doors probably in 2021, uh, at the end of 2021. And uh, it's been uh, an adventure ever since. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's a, that's a very interesting background, how you, in the last 13 years, how, how we've gotten today. And uh, you and I met in person at uh, Kevin Dixie's train and learn event over Memorial day, 2023. And, uh, wanted to go along and give, give our viewers a little bit of a review because they had Kevin Dixie on, uh, previously talking about the train and learn event, but, uh, you, you and I both have uh, firsthand experience now from going to the train and learn event. And I think it would be very useful for our listeners to kind of hear what we went through and even some of our thoughts about how, how we're going to apply what we learned for so do you want to go along and explain uh how, how things went day one when we were there uh and, and arriving and what what we went through yeah yeah so the, the train to learn it's like a uh, it's a three-day event um and day one it was basically focused on business development right so you, you were taught strategy we're taught marketing and a lot of things that uh instructors business owners and uh, small business owners and, and and folks that are in the industry but they're aside of the actual tactical action of of being in the industry, forget about. Um, And that was really eye-opening for a lot of folks. Like, you know, I I can, I can shoot a dime at, at 400 yards. That's great. But how do you show that to your customers and how do you reach the proper audience? And and that was, uh, it was really eye-opening. So that, that first day, it, it really taught us a lot about, how to apply these tactics to engage with your audience and successfully actually reach them. Um, Cause you got to remember all of most of uh, most of how we reach our customers, uh, you know, whether it's a podcast or uh, YouTube or Instagram, you could be throttled back or shut off almost instantly without any warning. 
Um, so how do you keep that revenue and that stream going so that it can be, uh, uh, continuous and, and just basically help your business thrive? Mm -hmm. Well, and, and multiple income streams for, we're going to have, uh, Zeke Stout on, uh, next week talking about, uh, modern gun school and you know, how you can be a gunsmith. And that one of the things that, um, you know, that I took away from day one specifically was, those multiple revenue streams and expanding things out because as a fire instructor i'd like to be able to instruct you know five days a week but in reality i'm, I'm not i'm only teaching you know a couple weekends a month and if i diversify my income streams that could be beneficial you know without a doubt yeah yeah it, it definitely you have to expand and broaden your your view of what you do and how important you are to the society too mm -hmm. i didn't realize that from from when I started, I, I was an instructor and I was just like, I'm just teaching. That's all I'm doing is I'm just teaching. And then folks were like, well, why don't you show up and do podcasts? Why don't you show up on uh, on state capitals and talk about talk about your experience and how you enable people? And I was just like, wow, I can do that. And then it just turned into this big snowball of what we are today, which is the gun food. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, one of the things that I, that I really took away, um, the business development that um, they, they talked about, they had Mike Bauer from the SCCA talking about that and and uh, Zeke Stout uh, talking about it from Modern Gun School was Kevin Dixie's talking about the VIPs, which I thought was really good because we were there and there were 60 or so ish people uh, in the room. And we had we had people like Kevin Dixie, we had people like Tony Simon, we had people like Matt Mallory, names that if you look in the industry, there's a lot of people that know who they are um, yeah. for. Uh, but when you go along and Kevin Dixie really broke it down well, I thought uh, the VIPs that we want that that we have to remember about aren't necessarily there's one or two people where we go along. Wow. You know, they've been on the cover of this magazine or they've been on this uh, you know news channel. The VIPs that are really there he brought up and i don't know how he selected the people but i thought it was very well well represented were those initial shooters who were a single mom who had kids who had who were interested in guns but weren't necessarily over the top with the guns and those are the people that we need to reach more so than the uh, celebrities let's say because they're our audience for it. the celebrities yes they're nice to know and everything else like that but they're one they're two but how many of those vips are out there that are single moms or they are you know family members that that we need to remember that when we're building our content when we're you know building our classes so that people can go and you know really take advantage of the information we're sharing because all of us that were there had our own ways of you know we were writing blog articles we had instagram channels we had podcasts but at the same time, we were all serving that same dem demographic to try to go along and make those, you know, more knowledgeable people to and have and live a safer life. Yeah, yeah. Attention retention. Uh, yeah, it, it really plays a big part, uh, especially if you're looking to grow. Now, we can all talk in the echo chamber of the same people and and it just becomes a long, monotonous uh, conversation about one single topic. But if we really, truly want to grow this industry, which I believe all of us want to, it's important for us to grow mm -hmm. the industry, to grow within the industry. We really need to engage with those uh, folks that are on the fringes of, of what we talk about and what we do um, and, and also engage with those that are not quite uh, supportive of it, too. Um, there's a lot of folks out there that, you know, they're they they understand it, but they don't want to admit that 
they either want to be part of the community or that they even know about the community. They just want to dismiss it and say, that's horrific. Let's just move on. Um, but, you know, the more folks we get involved, the better off we'll be. Yeah. The one thing I thought was really, um, really, really good. And I can't find it in my notes what her name was. Um, oh, wait. Yes, I did. First person was Jesse, and she was the first VIP uh, that Kevin introduced. And, uh, you know, she she had a child. She worked in food service. You know, very what I would call very typical of, you know, who our audience uh, will, will be that we're trying to address and trying to retain. And then we've got and then we had Greg and Greg. Greg was a truck driver, father of four who liked bar- barbecue. And you go along and think about it, that's, you know, those are just ma- very mainstream America type of people. And we've got to keep those in in mind when we're building content, because those are the people that we're going to make a difference in their life uh, for. Yeah. And I yeah. thought it was a really good point that Kevin made because, yeah, you can get wrapped up in doing a whole bunch of cool stuff, um, you know, fast videos uh, and such. And if that's your channel, that's the way of doing it. That's great. But keep one thing in mind that that doesn't really translate over into anything somebody can apply when somebody's, uh, you know, a truck driver and he's trying to figure out how to pay the bills at the end of the week and figuring out, you know, can he get a few extra loads in on Saturday to help pay for his kids braces or something else like that. Yeah. And you know what, you brought up a good point too, because a lot of times we are focused on the high end, um, the, the pricey, firearms and and you know this is this is what you need this is absolutely the last thing you'll ever buy and some people are looking at it from the aspect of i'm trying to get from point a to point b you know uh and i mean not to downplay certain firearms but you do have some high-end firearms and you got some firearms that are a little more on the affordable aspect And, and and your average new shooter is not ready to buy a five thousand dollar pistol like Mm -hmm. let's just you know, uh, you know, the cost of entry does not need to be that high and it doesn't need to be that difficult either. Yeah, I, I was actually pleasantly surprised. Um, Bursa was one of the sponsors at the event and I never had really shot a Bursa before, but I actually found it to be a, be a very reliable, decent firearm. Um, I'm more of a Glock guy, but at the same time, it gave me a new appreciation for, um, bursa and the quality they have and the products they make so you know that that was that was one of those things where you know over three days i i walked away with a better appreciation of bursa and the quality they put into their firearms yeah i kind of i kind of wish i uh i kind of wish i had a bursa i mean after after the display that the two folks did there and um just learning about their firearms as an instructor, it might be what your student has. I mean, it it seemed like a pretty decent pistol and pretty decent rifle. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, yeah, let's let's move on to uh, day two because that that yeah. was that was that was the range day. And uh, I know I got up early in the morning and I was there in the parking lot bright and early. And but I wasn't sure what to what to expect. Also, well, uh, how things go for you. Uh, things went really well. Uh, I mean, you know, so first of all, we had four um, seminars, if you will. Uh, they were approximately 90 minutes apiece, and they had a little break in between. Um, and, and, you know, these are top-notch folks. These are the the, the, the best of the best. So they were hand-selected to teach what they taught, and they were very good at what they taught. Um, 
doesn't matter if you were like myself, a former competition shooter, or, uh, you know, if you're into rifles and hunting distance shot, uh, shooting, or even self-defense or, or medical, it didn't matter because these folks were hand selected and they were brought in because they knew exactly what they were doing. Um, so it started off, uh, I actually went through an interesting rotation. I had the firearms portion first, and then I went to the non-firearms portions. And I was directly opposite of you then. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you you probably, I mean, again, we didn't know what to expect. You know, we we got out. We're like thinking, okay, how many rounds are we loading a magazine? How much? How many rounds do we need? Let me gear all up. Let me carry everything like we're about to, you know, go do some work per se on the range. And it was just like, no, just take a break real quick and understand that you're here to learn. And, um, you know, for especially as fellow instructors, it's like, okay, well, I, I guess I need a not need to step down a notch here and let's, let's see what happens um and in fact i provided that feedback to kevin i said it humbled a lot of instructors you know you know what you know and you don't know what you don't know mm-hmm. um and hey, well, uh, well, there was uh trayvon uh barbary that were there and he was uh amazing to watch he's a he's a good competition shooter but at the same time i can remember when he first had our line uh shooting we were basically about twice as slow as he was <laughs> <laughs> not good you know a lot lot i mean we got better after a couple tries and everything but at the same time it just goes along shows you that you know we've all got room for improvement um yeah you know, trayvon excellent shooter uh for it and uh even the experienced experienced instructors there had to pick up the pace a little bit to you know get close to what his times were yeah yeah, I mean, Trayvon's an excellent shooter. I, I never actually got a chance to compete with him. Uh, he is a few years younger than myself, but uh, yeah, it, he was an excellent shooter, taught a lot, especially to the uh, the other instructors, because a lot of instructors are teaching the basic to intermediate level coursework where it's, you know, uh, find that reset and, and uh, you know, depress the trigger slowly and stuff like that. But when it comes to drawing that firearm, you got to be fast doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah although here, here's here's a uh, cringe worthy moment uh from uh trayvon when he started shooting the uh, first couple shots that he uh took were wide left wide out not just out of the a zone or the b zone but all the way out in the c zone and he wasn't sure what was going on took a couple more shots and this has happened i know it's happened to me as an instructor before his sights had wiggled loose. We were one of we were his, we were his afternoon group, and mm. it was one of those things where you know we all went along, shook our head. It's like, yeah, we've been there, done that before. To where you you know, no matter how good you think you might be, check your equipment because it might might have got something might have wiggled loose since uh, since the morning or something along those lines. And somebody you know, real quick, grabbed a set of a set of screwdrivers. He fixed it, and he was back in the A zone without a question. But it was just a very um, a poignant reminder that you know check your equipment regularly. You know, oil it. Make sure, you know your rifles. Make sure make sure things are working. Even if you go along, I, mean, I just I just shot it this morning. It should be still be good. It should be. But then what happens if it's not? And that it was a good good reminder for uh, all our instructors there that you know just double check your your equipment. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's that was interesting. I didn't know about that. Uh, 
he was he was spot on when uh he was shooting with our group so mm -hmm. <laughs> we had him early um yeah we're right after lunch and everybody's like oh you had too much to eat for lunch and he's like no i'm pulling the shots for some reason and well two minutes later we figured out why he was pulling shots his uh red dot was loose which hey that happens that happened yeah well how did you yeah. like um uh Jason, oh, oh, or over there uh, from uh, from Ytech on the rifle range. Oh, Jason was awesome. Let me tell you, uh, you know, I brought a couple of different rifles. I didn't know what to expect. And to be honest with you, I, and you had a chance to fire my 5.7. I was about to take the whole mm -hmm. uh, a whole course with 5.7, you know, both the PCC and the pistol. And, and um, you know, Jason said, no, nah, just do it with the five, uh, five, five, six. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll just do it with the standard round everybody else is using. And uh, he had us doing some interesting things. I mean, by what time we got there, we got there around nine. So by 11 o'clock in the morning, I'm sitting there laying on the, on the grass, shooting from mouse holes and, 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 you know, right side, left side switching. And it was, it was something else with his course. And I mean, he had a shooting targets that were about 35 feet out, you know, maybe about that distance. And then he had a shooting at a, a target that was 150 feet. And that was 150 uh, yards, 150 yards. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. 150 <laughs> yards. Let me, let me clarify that. <laughs> I know folks are like, yeah, that should be easy with irons, but uh, uh, yeah, it was a little bit challenging and it wasn't painted. It wasn't mm -hmm. painted on, on office. So, um, yeah, that was very challenging to do. Um, but we, some of us managed to hit it. I actually did that course suppressed. Um, and he said, you know, you're a man of my heart because you brought a suppressor. And I'm like, hey, this is my home defense setup. I, if I'm going to use it, this is the way it's going to be. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was pretty interesting. Folks had all different types of rifles there and uh, different types of slings. You know, you get, you know, one point, two point slings um and the drills that he had us running it was like well have you actually practiced with your single point or or, or dual, uh, dual point uh sling and it's like no not really <laughs> you know i i uh i told him my 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 rifle set up for close quarters and and you know a more urban environment you know i wouldn't necessarily need to take a shot at 150 yards with my home defense rifle uh, I don't live in a mansion or per se, but, uh, <laughs> you know, he was like, yeah, well, well, let's see if you can do it with your home defense rifle. <laughs> I was like, really? Oh boy, here we go. Um, but yeah, really informative, uh, gave us some really good tips. I don't know about you, but, um, did he, I don't know if he had you shooting from your, from your knees or shooting from your left knee and right knee. Yep. We um, did. We did that. Yeah, that was quite interesting. And the concept behind shooting like that. Now, we're always told as an instructor that teaches in, in that type of environment, hide your body, right? So you don't want any of your appendages out like that. However, if you are shooting at a distance a target, um, your appendage is a little bit less revealed at that distance. Uh, and it's less more, it's less of a target than, than a round head or a uh, torso. Mm -hmm. and so I, it's interesting and then also to get up and be able to move around a barricade um it makes it a lot easier i don't know about you but i was once i got down and got back up i was like oh that was easier than what i thought i would have to do <laughs> yeah that was one thing um you know shot rifle you know a bunch mm -hmm. before but that was the first time where uh, 
you know, it's like, okay, we're going to shoot from this side and go and rotate to that side and go from this barricade to that barricade, which gave, in my mind, gave a lot of opportunity to feel what it felt like to do it on one knee versus the other knee and build transition quickly. And uh, Jason had a lot of good, good points there. Yeah, yeah, a, a lot of great points. Um, and, and in fact, I was I was talking to him a little bit earlier today, um, trying to coordinate some stuff with him. And he's a, yeah, he's a really excellent teacher, excellent teacher. Hopefully, I get to take one of his courses up there. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah, he was on uh, one of the earlier podcasts uh, talking about his rifle course, but uh, I haven't been able to make it out to Wyoming yet. So hopefully, one of these times I will. Uh, We'll be able to make it out there because Jason puts on a very good course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what did you think about the uh, first aid wow. course they had? Yeah. Oh man, Michael Martin. <laughs> he 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 is uh, amazing. I mean he he wrote the books that are taught for the USCCA curriculum for first aid, first triage, mm-hmm. um, and first response. Uh, that that course alone was completely worth it. I I literally wanted to walk away asking him how much would it cost for all of the stuff that we just used, and, and just build me, um, uh, wealth of knowledge with with applied skills. I mean, he's a he's a um, firefighter, paramedic, um, mm-hmm. first triage. Uh, I mean, he's seen some stuff, um, and he has to know how to treat that stuff. Or at least make responsible decisions medically, so that you can uh, potentially save a life. Um, you know, his course was was very very nice. The drills that he had us running um, were very challenging too. Um, I don't know if you guys or if anybody really has worked in a team environment and quickly develop a team to take action to do something that might save someone's life, but it is very challenging. It's mm-hmm. it, you know the coordination the all right who's communicating who's calling this uh, who's calling the emergency services who is helping right who is clearing the way right you, you might rip open a package but then the package falls on the patient you don't want the package on the patient take the pa- package off packaging off um and then also the same thing with moving a patient if you ever have to move a patient on a soft stretcher uh, that was pretty interesting um and of course i I kind of told everybody, all right, let's get in the process of marching. I think we can make better progress instead of everybody taking a stride at their own pace. Let's sing a song together. Let's go. Let's let's get this person out of mm-hmm. here. That really worked out. We stepped yeah. it up the other team. <laughs> the one thing that's that's really neat and uh listen the instructors that are listening probably should take note of this. Michael Martin, what he demonstrated uh during the train to learn event was the new emergency first aid uh uh uh, fundamentals that he's developed and updated so in the expo that's coming in september uh it'll be released michael was telling me and uh, we got to have a first-hand look at it and it has uh some definitely di- different exercises different drills to really make it make the course material even that much more valuable because so much of the course material previously was uh you know fairly static you know some presentation lecture as well as uh, some hands-on but this is definitely much more hands-on to where you've got to work on the coordination and be able to move people which i think is very valuable when you're in a instructing situation because you may have a situation where you've got to take somebody because first the emergency uh, services might be a half hour away well 
I would rather meet them 15 minutes down the road than to go along with them to drive a half hour here and then a half hour uh, to the hospital type of thing mm-hmm. to speed things up. So yeah. that, was, that was good. I, I enjoyed Michael Martin's uh, event there, say the least. And uh, it was it was uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. One of the things I took away from his uh, course, too, was the different types of tourniquets mm-hmm. and, and the benefits of some over others. And, um, you know, it's just very informative overall. Yep. Without, without a doubt. And uh, being able to hang out with Michael Martin for uh, three days was also pretty cool, too, because he's 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 a he's a cool dude. I, I, yeah, I got to say that. Oh, well, what do you think about uh, the force on force? So Matt Mallory, Matt Mallory and I, we, we, we've been friends for quite a while now. In fact, uh, you, you probably won't see us apart from each other if you ever run into us at any of the shows, but, uh, very interesting. I've never actually taken one of Matt Mallory's courses. He's, he's just a buddy of mine. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I sat there and I'm like, okay, you talk about different courseworks. We share curriculums together. Let's see how he delivers this and how he connects with his audience, which are the students, which were us. And so I'm I'm sitting there and I'm taking notes and I'm like, Matt is on top of his game. He he provided uh, um, numerous different situations um, where you really have to critically think about when you can deploy and what type of tool you can deploy. Um, sometimes, you know, the, the nail doesn't always need the hammer. Right. Um and other times, yeah, it's immediate and you need to take action. Um, yeah, his force on force uh, training was was quite interesting. I, I wish we had more time um, with all of them. 90 minutes went a lot awfully fast. Awfully yeah. fast. Yeah, it went awfully fast, especially if you if you're if you're preparing to demonstrate something and it takes you 15 to 20 minutes and then you're doing it for two minutes, you're already at 25 minutes. Mm hmm. Um, so, you know, the, the 90 minutes and I get it. I mean, you can only spend so much time learning. Um, but, uh, overall just the, the training learn was just an amazing experience. I would recommend it for, uh, any, anybody who's in the industry or anybody who even owns a firearm. I mean, you can learn a lot, uh, especially if you're new, you can really, really learn a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's the, it was the train and learn, I would, I would say, wasn't just focused at instructors, wasn't just uh, focused on uh, in social media influencers. It, it wasn't even focused on, um, you know, just uh, shooters. It was it was a very broad spectrum that gave you a lot of a uh, lot, lot of feel for in a lot of different areas for it and uh, would highly recommend it. Well, the um, evenings activities on day two ended with a uh, spectacular fireworks show there. <laughs> uh, that was that was, that was uh, very very cool to uh, be there. Uh, it was about a ten minute fireworks show, and uh, very uh, they 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 spent some quality money on uh, fireworks to say the least. Yeah, I never would thought that someone could do that on their own. I mean, you know, I'm I'm originally from Boston, so I'm used to the Fourth of July fireworks, which. You know, it's a 35 minutes of insaneness um, and 10 minutes of, of the fireworks after a full day of an event. And I'm sitting there recording it like, I don't know if I should really stop this record because <laughs> this, this is good content. Like, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, I was like, wow, that 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 was quite a show. I, I actually applauded afterwards. It wasn't just a matter of courtes, you know, being courteous. It was a matter of wow, I'm impressed. Yeah, and uh, day two, uh, we we met eight o'clock in the morning. I know I didn't roll back into bed at the hotel until uh, one a.m. It was a full day of activities. Uh, got got an opportunity to meet uh, several of the sponsors of the train to learn uh, and talk to them uh, after the fireworks and, and in between the trainings and such. And it was uh, it was a very very informative day. I came away with uh, quite a quite a few notes of things I needed to follow up on. Yes, yes, as did I. I actually just sent out an email today uh, following up with all the contacts there. And I mean, there were some big time folks there, including you yourself, Rob. Um, Thank you. (laughs) I I was actually surprised when I turned around and saw your name on, you know, I was like, wait a second. I know. Speak (laughs) a little bit. And I was like, yes, that is Rob. Um, But I mean, there were some, uh, uh, you know, key folks there. I from all different levels, you know, all different involvements in the 2A community. Uh, from, from We had a couple of uh, new shooters that were there. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, relatively new shoot, all the way up to uh, former recon. Um, and, uh, you know, we had quite a few folks that, that uh, run their own companies that are notably known in, in the industry mm-hmm. um, there. And I was just like, wow. It was a good mix of people, and we got to network with them. Yeah, you just had to have a desire to learn. That was the uh, only qualification for coming to the train to learn. Mm-hmm. That was great. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, I know uh, day three, they started a little bit later. It was 9 o'clock in the morning <laughs> when, when they started. They gave us an hour to, uh, to sleep in and such. But um, what were what, – uh, day three um, was the day that we were able to go along and record content. Uh, that's where people could interview people on uh, on video. We could go along and test out uh, the equipment that sponsors like Brownells and and Primary Arms uh, brought, as well as uh, shoot off more of the Phoenix ammunition that was uh, brought there too, and test things out. Um, obviously, from a firearm trainer podcast, we didn't record any uh, video at that time, but made a whole lot of uh, connections there where we'll be having uh, a lot of the, a lot of those connections on the show to talk about their different pieces and what they can do to help out an instructor with. But what were some of the key vendors or key people that you uh, got to spend a little time with on uh, on Sunday for, in day three? So I connected with, uh, of course, the folks at Mantis. They're always coming up with cool stuff, uh, especially for instructors and shooters, for that matter. Um, uh, the folks at Mantis, uh, Greg, uh, Grant was there and, uh, just the display, which also kind of carried over from the first day. Cause we had that, uh, the shoot house there in the laser tag area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That we was, for, we forgot know. to talk about that in day one. That was, that was cool doing a shoot house, at a laser tag with a AR with the Mantis Blackbeard system instead of the normal laser tag lasers. Yeah, yeah. And so it measured efficiency and it let you know. I think I scored a 94 or 96. I actually did pretty good. I was a little slow, but I was more methodical than rushing through a building and, you know, trying to find. They said there were five bad guys in there or something like that. And I didn't run a rush through it and then get ambushed or shot from behind. So I kind of took my time with it. Um, but yeah, Mantis, uh, great products. Uh, you know, I got, got a chance to speak with Grant afterwards as well. Um, and, and the, just the connection and the networking that he provided was great. Um, 
tactical life. Um, those guys had um, amazing products. They're they're into PCCs, and as you know, I'm into PCCs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they're into uh, making all different types of components, great components for firearms. And um, uh, uh, I'll have a video coming out soon on a review on one of them because, uh, as you know, I, I'm into suppressors. I'm into all different types of ammunition and some of their um, developments that they're working on. I don't even think they has, that product has a name yet, but I thought it was quite interesting to have it. And I told them, I said, I would literally buy this from you right now if you told me a price. Um, and then, uh, of course, you know, uh, reconnecting with, uh, Matt Mallory and uh, seeing where the next training is and how we can, um, you know, help them out there as well as, uh, Jason over at Wyatech, um, mm-hmm. gave me some great insight. So I had brought, I had brought about, uh, about five long guns. And so he gave me some great insight and great content, um, about reviewing, what are you using your firearm for? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, Jason's in the middle of Wyoming. Wyoming has less people in it than the city I live in currently of Atlanta, right? <laughs> um, so the entire state, uh, there's nobody there versus here where I'll run into folks left and right. Um, but of course, our configurations are very different. Um, and, and he provided a lot of insight as for, you know, this might be good if you just take a little thing here, put an LVPO on this instead of your red dot and you'll have the best of both worlds. And I was like, wow, I never really thought about that. I kind of purposely build a lot of my rifles. But if you want to have a, a good generic rifle, he, uh, he would be definitely the person to consult with. Um, you know, and then talking to Michael Martin about uh, building kits. Um you know, it's it's great. Uh, a lot of people forget that even though we're in the firearms industry, part of our responsibility is being able to uh, respond with uh, uh, efficiency when it comes to medically helping out as well, not just uh, defending ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. And then all the other vendors there were great, too. Um, uh, yeah, there's Bursa. Brown, that, Brownells and Bursa. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there were so many... I mean, I know I'm going to forget to say some, and I'm sorry if I do. Um, but yeah, Brownells, Bursa, um, Bra- the, the uh, folks Bur- that make Birchwood the uh, Casey. Bur- yeah, Birchwood Casey. Yeah. Um, and then Carolina folks, Custom Foam. Carolina Custom yeah. Foam. I mean, I get, the list goes on and on and on. Phoenix, I, I had a great conversation with, I mean, you know, ammo supplier to ammo manufacturer great conversation with justin over there at phoenix and it was justin that came all right it wasn't you know he didn't send a marketing person he didn't send uh a representative it was him that was there mm-hmm. which which is always great to connect with the actual people yeah it was uh it was extremely um in- extremely impressive with the level of people the vendor sent it's like tactical life sent anthony crisp and you know he's the ceo of tactical life yeah. And he he was there, and it's like that's pretty cool. Now he brought his director of operations, Lance, along with him. But it was mm-hmm. uh, one of one of those situations where it's like, wow, you're talking right to the person who can make a lot of decisions for you right away. And that's where mm-hmm. you know the whole basis behind uh, you know the uh, train and learn is building these strategic alliances to where not only do I get something out of, but you get something out of it. And 
by working together and having an alliance where we both help each other, all of a sudden we make the whole community better. We, you know, we put on better training. We go along, and make better products. We go along and, you know, help get the word out about the products that are worth uh, talking about. Those are all things that as uh, influencers, as instructors, uh, who instructors are influencers, it really helps out when you think about it. And Kevin, Kevin Dixie, you know, several times really went along and, uh, and reinforced that to make sure people realized. And I, and this is one of the things I, I took away from the entire weekend is when a lot of times when people want to approach a manufacturer, it's like, give me, give me, give me, you know, what can, what can I get for free? And he went along and put it in very simple terms. When you say, give me, you're hoping they give you something, but you've also got to realize that that person who's giving you something has a budget, has a job, and they're going to be reviewed on how well them giving you something, it, you know, actually had a return. So somebody can't go along, give out product all day long, and, and then boss say, oh, you did a great job without seeing some kind of return. They want to see you, you know, partnering with them. They want to see you going along and talking about it so they can go along and have a measurable sales figure to say, hey, that was a really good investment to, you know, let Rob, you know, have a mantis to go along. Patrick, you know, have, you know, a firearm, some, something along those lines. They've got something worthwhile for it. And uh, that it was a great learning event, but I think it was also a very good uh, event Kevin put on by forming our our attitudes about how we should be looking at these strategic um, uh, strategic alliances. Yes, no, absolutely. I mean, kudos to Kevin. I, I know this is, this is not his first show at the rodeo, but uh, the, the event, I mean, I was, I actually signed up for it at the event. I signed up for next year's event at the event. I, I said, you know what? I, I have already, I've already had enough to know that this is a worthwhile investment to do it in the future. Um, mm -hmm. And for anybody who's listening in, I would highly recommend considering going to an event like this uh, or going to the event itself. Uh, it's going to be held in Atlanta next year. I mean, it was just a, it was a slam dunk. Like I thought he was talking to me when he was like, you know, events going to be held next year in Atlanta. And I was like, that, that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. For and, you, uh, for you, it's a no brainer. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just like, there is no question why I should not be signed up for it right now. Um, you know, how do I sign up for it for life type of thing? You know, yeah. there are a lot of networking that you could do there and, and just the, the relationships and, and understanding how to better your business, um, whether you're an instructor or in my case, a ammunition supplier, um, it, it, it paid tenfold just by going. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I think one thing to... Uh reinforce what I was just talking about the strategic alliances, Kevin Dixie or a lot of the sponsors brought product that was given away at the end of, of uh, day three guns, optics, um, you know, range bags, you know, high quality range bags. And Kevin went along and made sure everybody realized it wasn't a giveaway. It was a create away to where if you were given a product by a vendor on that last day, it wasn't just, hey, you came here and thank you for coming. It was one of those things where here's a product and we expect you over the next couple of weeks to come out with some good uh, press for that product so that those vendors would see a return for when they gave away a, a, a PCC carving, when they went along, gave out a you know pistol, when they put out a red dot system. And I think it really underscored 
the benefit of the the event overall is it really helped form and shape your thinking about how you look at these uh, alliances that you get with the vendors. I mean, vendors, uh, sponsors, they have a great opportunity to help you out, you know, by in your business and get giving you exposure. But at the same time, you've got to remember somebody's jobs connected to that. And because of that, you've got to give them return in, uh, also, because otherwise that person could potentially lose their job and that impacts their family and, and the community as a whole. Versus if you work in a strategic alliance, you both benefit and you both can, you know, next time you see each other at SHOT Show or at Train to Learn or whatever the event is, you can go along and be talking about, hey, how can we do it even better this year? Instead of going along and saying, I won't give you anything more because you almost cost me my job when it came to my annual review, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin really drove that home. I know he's been in the industry for quite a while and has this, developed these relationships that uh, will uh, forever last. Um, it, it, it's, it was a strong point that, that he definitely made was make sure you understand that you have the responsibility to represent these companies if they ever provide you with any type of, even if it was a discount. Um, mm-hmm. If they provide you with a discount, don't forget the hand that fed you. Um and it was super important. I took that to heart. Um, you know, every every person I talked to, every single um, uh, person that I, I had talked to and formed some uh, relationship other than saying hello or good morning to, I made sure I reconnected with them because you never know where they might go or, you know, what might happen next. Uh, and, and he he had a, a case in point was uh, tactical life. They had a little falling out, and and I think it was a was a tactical uh, tactical Santa Chris. There, you know, mm-hmm. he was saying his his business was on the on the on the cusp of uh, shutting down his doors, but he came to the event and he turned his business around there in South Carolina. There, so I mean, you never know what potentially could happen in the future. But you just got to keep an open mind and make sure that everybody is beneficial for everybody. Yeah. And we're going to have uh, Tactical Santa on talking about how he rebuilt his business for everybody who's out there, because I'm sure, you know, we'd all like to we all hope that we don't end up that we're almost ready to close our doors. But at the same time, some of the some of the uh, lessons that Chris had from going along and rebuilding his business, we can probably apply to our business now when things are going good and uh learn learn from some of the hard knocks he had to go through but yeah tactical santa he spoke very highly of how well kevin and the train and learn event helped him turn his business around and uh it's on my calendar for next year although i have not committed because i don't have the family approval yet on it so we'll see but if i can make it next year i will because it was just that that much fun and connections were uh definitely beneficial there yes Um, Yes, indeed. Well, hey, Patrick, a um, couple things that I took away that I w- want to bring next year in case people are talking. Next year, I want to bring a wagon, one of those nice fold-up wagons, because I saw everybody pulling them out of their cars and was like, oh, what do you need those for? I can tell you, after eight hours walking between the f- between the different four events or the four trainings, you you whatever you're carrying gets awfully heavy. And yes. that was one of the things where I took away from it, as well as a s- sunscreen a hat and a bug spray they had tents up for some of them but at the same time i'm gonna bring that next year if i have just to make sure it makes it a little bit easier and i probably would add to that is a chair because uh some of the places had chairs some of the places didn't have chairs yeah yeah anything you'd add to the list 
Uh, let's see here. I I did not bring a, a buggy or a cart, and I know I needed one. Um, and yeah, you're right. It was far away. Oh, I got one for you. A uh, insulated thermos. Okay. Or something something where you can put ice in, and because I, it was hot. It was hot. Um, you know, it was maybe I think it hit ninety degrees, but standing in a field at ninety degrees is not fun. <laughs> yeah, and they said it was this year was better than it was last year. Last year was even hotter, so I could imagine. Um, it it, it must have been really cooking last year. That's all I can say. Yeah, yeah, and there was. You know, there's a little bit of shade with the tents and whatnot, but I mean, think about it this way. If you're going to perform, you're always going to perform showing up the best you can. Mm -hmm. But when you're showing up the best you can, you're going to be under a lot of stress and your body is just going to be hyper, um, hypersensitive to the heat and and the elements that are around you. Um, And, you know, unless it's a real combat environment, you're eventually going to wear out. Mm-hmm. And yeah, exactly. By, by, by the end of the fourth session, I was like, okay, I need a seat. <laughs> <laughs> I know the feeling. Well, hey, Patrick, can you tell us a little bit about what you do on your uh, on your gun food uh, Instagram channel and such? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, first of all, we have uh, the gun food um, on Instagram. Um, you can look us up there. Please uh, feel free to add us. Um, and, and share some of our content. I, I will have more stuff coming out uh, very soon. We have a very busy schedule with all the events that we are sponsoring um, uh, coming up here shortly. But also, uh, please visit thegunfood.com. Um, subscri- uh, subscribe to the list. We provide some information. We highlight some instructors. We uh, provide some insight for events and you know the latest news when it comes to uh, certain things that are relatively related to ammunition. And, um, yeah, we, we have a, uh, pr- pretty decent comprehensive, uh, email list. I don't know if you received the email today or not. Um, but it was, uh, it was a pretty good one explaining the events that we have gone to and the events that we're going to, and, uh, some of the things that we're getting involved with. Um, and then of course, you know, if you're ever looking for ammunition, just stop at thegunfood.com. Um, we have very competitive pricing. Everything that's listed is in stock, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna definitely make sure I uh, get on your mailing list because uh looking at some of your prices, they're uh very competitive. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah. We uh we opened up our consumer portal so that it it made uh it makes it so that it's a lot easier. Uh you don't have to buy in bulk for us to ship to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything ships insured too. So, you know, you don't have to worry about paying the extra $12, $15 to have a package insured. It's already included in the uh, shipping cost. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, hey, um, we've been asking all our guests this year to or this season to name an event, class, or place they feel that 2A people should uh, do or see um, sometime just to appreciate our rights here in, in uh, United States of America. What's your mm-hmm. suggestion for our, our listeners? Oh, Rob, I'm 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 actually uh, there. There are two things I want to say for this one. So, if you are uh, an instructor, uh, one of the events that I have been doing for the past couple of years is the uh, legally armed in Detroit, and that's at the end of July. I believe it's the last weekend of July. Yes. So, yeah. Rick Ector's putting that on. Rick so, Ector's. Yep. 
Hackathon. And that that's a great event. If you're an instructor, uh, one of the things I tell all the instructors who I have personally invited is this is not going to be teach them everything you know. This is going to be teach them enough for them to be safe in about eight minutes. Mm-hmm. And so it goes fast. Like you, you're, you're pretty much you're, you're putting a, a firearm in their hand, and about three minutes later, they have a live round in the chamber, ready to go. Um, you, basically, you have to work on your elevator pitch, uh, and, and that helps instructors get in the habit of saying the same stuff and doing the same stuff, so that it's nice and easy. Um, and it's and a then, great, great event to network because Rick's going to have about thirty plus instructors there. And it gives you a chance to, you know, meet them, rub elbows with them. And then he puts what close to, I think a thousand women through his uh, weekend for. Yes. Yes. A thousand. uh, It's actually about, well, it's a thousand per site and he runs, he operates out of two sites. Okay. So yeah, I I think the goal is going to be about 2000 this year. Um, If you're interested, reach out to Rick, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. He's uh, out there because he uh, he always needs more help and more hands to put the event on because he does it completely free. Uh, Phoenix Ammo supplies ammo uh, to him for everybody to be shooting, and it's a great way from a community education event to give back a little bit, make those connections, and you never know who you might meet or what it might turn into. Yeah, yeah. So, and then uh, the other uh, course that I would say, or re- this is a course now, um, would be the, um, let's see, I would say take one of Brian Hill's courses from the Complete Combatant. Brian and Shelly uh, have developed a curriculum that I just admire. I, uh, you know, we all talk about tactics. We all talk about you know, being the fastest to draw, the fastest to shoot, the fastest or the most accurate and et cetera and so on. But sometimes what it takes is a little bit of mindset development and their mindset development courses, whether it's uh, their reactionary cards or or the uh, defensive mindset courses that they have, it's something else. I I just can't wait. I can't get enough of their coursework because it it really teaches you when you can and can't use force and also how to teach when you can and can't use force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brian does a, a great instructor course. And then Shelly, we've had on uh, previously talking about the image uh, based uh, decision drills that she does with her cards. And it really, if you let, go back and listen to it, it really goes along and hones in on getting the mind to recognize and react and know what, know how to identify the best the best course of action i mean obviously anything you do if you're being threatened but which one's the best way of doing it and doing it in practice uh, arena definitely gives you time to you know do a do a redo take them all again on that one and see see what will happen next time you turn the card over so great yeah. suggestions there really great yeah. well patrick where can people find out courses that you are teaching and uh, where they can buy some of your ammo at well, it's pretty easy. Go to thegunfood.com. Um, we want to be your ammunition supplier. We ship to uh, 48 out of the 50 states. Um, and, you know, depending on your state restrictions, we do have to abide by those. But essentially, uh, ammo goes out the same day you purchase. It, there's no delay. Um, 
in most cases, uh, you'll receive your ammo within the reasonable transit time um, from Atlanta, Georgia. So it's, uh, you know, an easy option for folks to select. Do you do local pickup? We do local pickup as well. Okay. Yes. Uh, yep. I'll be going through uh, Atlanta here in a couple months, and maybe I'll uh, swing by on my way Absolutely. back Absolutely. <laughs> that would be good. Okay. Last question. What's your Instagram channel for everybody? It is easy. It's the underscore gun underscore food. Super. Well, Patrick, I appreciate your time tonight. Uh, very informative. Appreciate you doing the uh, review of the Train and Learn event. Uh, can't recommend highly enough for people to uh, really consider attending Kevin Dixie's event. Make those connections. Make those strategic alliances. And you never know what that might turn into long term. So really yeah. good. All right. Well, Rob, thank you for having me, man. No problem. Hopefully we'll have you on uh, again, maybe uh, on a different topic. We'll we'll see how it goes. Absolutely. I'm here. Have, have a good one. Thank you, Patrick. All right. You too. Well, that's a wrap for this episode, and I hope you'll share it with your friends. And as you could tell, Patrick and I had a very good time at the Train to Learn event, and I'm hoping you might even consider joining us next year at the 2024 Train to Learn event in Atlanta, Georgia. Also, check out the other Concealed Carry podcast. The original Concealed Carry podcast with Riley Bowman, the Off-Duty, On-Duty podcast with Brian Eastridge. Don't forget about the Guardian Conference, September 15th through the 17th. And if you've got suggestions, email them to me at ftp at concealedcarry.com. I always appreciate hearing from listeners, and I will reply back if you've got questions or suggestions. Also, think about leaving us comments on our website, Fire Trainer Podcast. On the website, you can also go along and search our previous episodes for specific topics. So whether you're a new instructor or an old instructor, if you get questions about social media, about difficult students, about additional training, or you just need something to get you through the night, you can check out our website and listen to uh, plenty of podcasts. We're up over 200 podcasts right now. So that is a wealth of information with a lot of great guests that you can uh, tap into as instructors. Also want to remind you, visit our sponsors especially the Farm Trainers Association at ftaprotect.com and check out their instructor insurance. Establishing your business and getting certified was your first step. Now, get coverage through the FTA. And remember, as a listener to this podcast, use a promo code FTP10 for 10% off. We're bringing this podcast support in the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every farm instructor in America dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. Stay safe out there, everyone. Concealed Carry Inc. and ConcealedCarry.com strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel. You're listening to Resolution Radio, 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 ResolutionRDO.com. I meant what I fucking said. And now I got a bunch of people asking me, oh, what are we going to do? What should we do? Educate yourself. Spread the word. The United Nations has just declared war on the truth. They're telling you outright, if you speak up, you're a conspiracy theorist. Couldn't be believed.
should be approached in a certain fashion. The authorities should be contacted and all kinds of neat shit. So they want war? Arm yourself with facts. Get out there and start telling the people. You don't want to do it on social media? Do it in person. Do it on the telephone. Do it like we used to do, standing around on the street corner having a coffee. Do you know who your enemy is? The World Economic Forum. 51 years they've been working at this. They've been planning and scheming, working as hard as they can. And now, here we are. Klaus Schwab has admitted that for over 45 years, they've been working directly with the CCP. Now here we are in Canada and the US. We got 5G, military grade 5G technology right across the country. Where did it come from? Who owns that technology? And what's gonna happen when they don't like it? Get to know your enemy. Get to know the facts. Beat the fuck up. Be a warrior. That's what we need to do. Instead of following Marcus like a bunch of fucking sheep. Iodine is naturally acquired through the soil, which is at the foundation of our entire food supply. Modern farming techniques have stripped the soil of this essential trace element, which has caused an iodine deficiency in about half the population. And there are two things we need to do about it. We need to practice more regenerative farming. There are plenty of proven technologies in permaculture and biodynamics that will naturally keep the soil rich with iodine. And we need to ensure that we get the sufficient amount of iodine every day. Derived from ancient sea salts found thousands of feet below the Earth's surface, our InfoWars Life Survival Shield X3 is hands down the best. Pure nascent iodine, stabilized in an activated tri-iodine form. For a healthy thyroid and a healthy metabolism, get yours now at InfoWarsStore.com. There are many water filters to choose from, but there is only one system that is consistently customer-rated five stars as the number one system for effective filtration of fluoride, radiation, drug residues, heavy metals, a wide range of radioisotopes, and more. Introducing the Pure Effect Ultra, the next generation water filter that also raises alkaline pH, improves antioxidant potential, and has advanced anti-radiation technology all while using no electricity. Sold worldwide, it provides virtually instant clean water on demand. It is not made in China and the shipping is free to all 50 states. Buy your Pure Effect Ultra today by visiting pureeffectfilters.com or call 888-891-4821. Again, that's 888-891-4821 or visit pureeffectfilters.com. Hold on right there, my friend. Uh, that's very interesting and giving you a little bit of background on our featured guest for the evening, Stefan Brockus of Arctos Media and Europa Terra Nostra. A little bit of background on who he is and what his story is, and we'll be back with hey more there, next. Hey, family. This is James Edwards, your host of The Political Cesspool. 
Folks, I want you to subscribe to the American Free Press, America's last real newspaper. Against all odds, AFP has and continues to publish a populist, independent print newspaper with an unparalleled track record. Founded by a dedicated group of experienced patriots, AFP pulls no punches and tackles the most controversial and pressing issues facing America from an America First perspective. I've worked with the American Free Press since even before the beginning of TPC. Now that's something. You can subscribe to the print edition by visiting AmericanFreePress.net today or simply pick up a handy digital edition subscription. However you do it, subscribe to the American Free Press, America's last real newspaper, by visiting AmericanFreePress.net or by calling 1-88-699-NEWS, AmericanFreePress.net. By now you know that wireless technology like cell phones do in fact pose dangers to the health and privacy of everyone. Blockit Pocket's wide range of products are unmatched in providing the protection you deserve. No scare tactics, just common sense. BlockitPocket.com offers quality American-made options to alleviate and eliminate these invisible dangers. Learn more at BlockitPocket.com or call 888-315-9618. BlockitPocket.com, enhancing health and privacy. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.